Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 161, and today is the first day that we are going to talk about our um, new segment that I'm doing, Has It Aged Well? That's the topic where I will be pulling a TV show, a random episode that came out between the years of 1990 through 1999. So it will be a 90 segment where I pull just a random show and we talk about, like the topic says, has it aged well? We're going to talk about the fashion, the topic, um, was the storyline ahead of its time? Was it just like where somewhere it needs to go where they should have never done it? Talk about the cast, where they went and, you know, could we see the the great acting in them from you know early early on? It's just gonna be hazard age where we're gonna talk about it all. Um, today the first show I'm gonna pull is one of my favorites from the '90s, uh, New York Undercover that aired every Thursday nights on Fox. You know that nostalgia lineup where we had Martin uh, Living Single and then New York Undercover. Um, that was the Thursdays, and I did a recap on that last year, just about how special Thursdays was, so I only thought it was right. Let's pull from New York Undercover. We're going to recap episode one from season one. Um, if you need to stop and go watch it yourself before you continue listening on, the show, the entire seasons are on Prime Video. You have to have Prime Video or Fire Stick, of course, and Go ahead and pull that up. Uh, we're going to be recapping. Uh, it's called School Ties. So we're going to get into that. We're going to break it down, dissect it, talk about has it aged well. And this is going to be, you know, our new segment that we're doing. If you guys can think of any TV shows or random episodes that meant a lot to you or you just want somebody else's opinion, let me know. You guys know you can how to get in touch with me. Uh, speaking of that, you can find me on Facebook, Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, you can DM, you can email me if you have any recap requests with that being a movie, TV show, um, documentary, music album. Um, I do want to do a music podcast soon. Uh, I have two that I want to do, and we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, we just celebrated the 50 years of hip hop. Uh, also our power book universe is returning. So we're going to start back doing weekly recaps of power, which returns on September 1st. So we go back into force because we get power book for force. So we'll see, you know, what that brings. I think it's going to be fire. Um, I was just able to go to a 50 cents concert, which was amazing. The final lap tour, the celebration of uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. It was it's been twenty years, so you know it was amazing seeing Fifth as always. Um, I, every time he comes to Atlanta and throws something, I try to get a ticket and go. Uh, everybody knows I'm a big supporter of Fifty Cent, so I, I enjoy that. Um, I've been really busy. So I've been behind on putting out podcast content. I apologize. My schedule has been really, really overwhelming, but it's it's a part of a process of a bigger picture of what I'm working on to brand everything together, where the podcast will be connected with the books I'm writing and it'll be turned into scripted. We'll still do recaps, of course, but we can bring on the scripted 
uh, from my writings as well. So it's been busy. I've been away. I apologize. But, you know, it's about to return for the weekly recaps of Power. And also our other shows will be returning in a few months. And then I think that this Has It Aged Well segment is about to be dope. Because y'all love ODs. Y'all love nostalgia just like I do. And it don't always have to be shows I pick. Send them, send me some that you love from the 90s. Let's talk about them, you know. But I've ran my mouth long enough. Y'all already know what we about to dissect. So if you just want to hit pause and go check out that episode and come back with a fresh mind of what happened or just listen and kind of go back and watch it after, that's cool too. And real quick, just to go back, if you need to get in touch with me, you don't have to contact me only for a recap request. If you have any music or brand or anything that you're working on that you need me to shout out, please hit me up free of charge. It could be music. It could be brands. It could be businesses. I love whom loves me and I want to spread love back. So even if you just want to say what's up, that's cool too. All you got to do is hit me up on any one of those platforms. It could be inbox, DM, or email. I'm always here for you guys. I love my podcast family, and I'm sorry I've been on a little hiatus, especially for the month of July, half of August. It's just been a really, really busy schedule, but we're getting back on track, and we're about to get to pushing out that content. So on that note, let's get into the show, and let's talk New York Undercover. School ties. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit T Booked It. T B B O O K E D I T. Follow them on Instagram on Instagram. Or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. Name is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice. And she's the one.
girl with extensions in her hair. Bamboo earrings, at least two pair. A Fendi bag and a bad attitude. That's all I need to get me in a good mood. She can walk with a switch and talk with street slang. I love it when a woman ain't scared to do a thing. Standing at the bus stop, sucking on a lollipop. Once she gets pumping, it's hard to make the hottie stop. She likes to dance to the rap jam. She's sweet as brown sugar with the candy yams. Honey coated complexion, using cabinet. Let's see it for the girls, she's from around the way. All right, let's talk about it. So this was the first episode ever of New York Undercover, season one, episode one, School Ties. The description reads, let me pull the description back up. I'm lagging. Sorry about that, y'all. JC and Eddie a.k.a. Malik Yoba, portrayed by, I mean, portrayed by Malik Yoba and Michael Lorenzo, have to determine the truthfulness of a young woman's claim that she was raped by four football stars from a rival school with Patty D. Arbanel Quinn. So, um, <clears throat> let's just, before we start, New York Undercover was created by Dick Wolf. So this was the original Law and Order before Law. No, Law and Order probably was already out. I believe it came out in 1990. But this was the urban. This this is, you know, what I learned first from Dick Wolf. I went on to love Law and Order. I didn't too much get off into all the spinoffs, but I loved um, the original Law and Order. And that was also um, created by Dick Wolf as well. Um, matter of fact, let me Google when that show came on, because this came out in 1994, and I thought this was Dick Dick Wolf's first show, but I want to say Law and Order came on, yeah, 1990, I was right, 1990, so this came on a little after, but it was different because it was urban, it was two, um, uh, black and brown detectives, uh, JC was, um, African American, and, Eddie was um, Latino. So just to see two young black and brown young detectives and, you know, not cops, detect, um, the actual detectives who did undercover, like you just didn't see that on television back in the day. Um, and what made it so special to the culture is every time it went off with the wind down, when they all met at the bar, we also seen different artists from that time. Even in this episode, we did as well. Uh, most of the, um, all of the music, Andre Harrell was over. And, you know, Andre Harrell, he mentored Puffy. He started Uptown Records. Uh, Andre Harrell was a genius. Um, and it was just intertwined with hip hop and, and just that New York, you know, so this show meant a lot to me. I used to love um, waiting for Thursday nights. I was a young kid, but I would watch it with my mom. We we knew we was about to laugh with Martin and living single and then wind it down with New York Undercover. So you and even when you go back and watch reruns, you get to see young stars before they became who they were. Um, in this series, we got to see um, Terrence Howard and so many others. We got to see rappers um, portrayed in here. Our, uh, Onyx uh, played in one episode. Just so many. I remember Tupac was supposed to be in one of the episodes. And at the time, I want to say that's when the shooting happened at Quad Studios. So he couldn't do it. Um but it's just this was intertwined with hip hop is part of the culture and just part of that what made the 90s so just real, you know. 
So it opens up and you got that roundaway girl playing by that LL Cool J. And we see um, the young girls, they're hitting the city, uh, walking around, catching a train, uh, going to the liquor store, all dressed up. And then they end up heading to a party. And the party was so 90s. You know, you got everybody dancing. We see all the, uh, the nostalgia clothing wear back then. And um, we see the girls, <laughs> they kind of look, and the one young girl, she already, already has her eyes set on who she wants, and that's the football player. <clears throat> so they spot them, and she wants number 17. She grabs them. They get the grinding on each other, and she shows them a little liquor bottle, and they go in the room along with the team. And we got that good old Teddy Pendergrass playing in the background. Come on and go with me. <laughs> Come on over to my place. So, you know, it just puts you in that mood. And then it kind of goes into the opening. And um, that was one thing I loved about it. It kind of reminded me of another 90s television show, uh, Silk Stockings, where they show you the setup in the beginning. And you kind of got to figure out what happened and put it together as the detectives were trying to figure it out um, to the end of the episode. So at that time, we didn't know what happened. We didn't know if the girl was gang rape gang banged or you know whatever because it just cut on to the next to the opening and i do want to play a clip and i'll play a clip from the show as well um but i do want to play um a few clips by this was the first episode and this was the promo of the series premiere because fox used to i know everybody talk about fox news this and fox news this and what it has become but back in the day fox television had some shows back in the day uh beverly hills 90210 models inc um you know aaron spelling had all his shows on there also um i think married with children portrayed on fox um so the TV show South Central, I definitely want to talk about that one. And Fox used to be the shit back in the day. And here is the promo for uh, New York Undercover before it hit this uh, on the television. These aren't just any cops. Oh, you're going to act like suckers, right? And this isn't just another cop show. We're going to be watching you. In the traditional school street at NYPD Blue comes a cutting-edge police drama for the next generation. Badass. New York Undercover, coming this fall to Fox. They're young. They're dangerous. They're passionate. They're cops. As kids, they grew up on the mean streets of New York. Watch them give it up. Are you going to act like something, right? This fall, they're coming to take them back. Here's my card. In case you want to get something off your chest. Yeah, before we have to rip it open. From the producer of Law and Order. New York Undercover Badass. Coming this fall to Fox. And here is one more. We're on my way. We can hang with blacks. They can hang with us. So what am I doing with a black partner? I grew up smart and dumb. I wouldn't have it any other way. Because I know when something goes down, he's got my back and I got his. Yeah, it's called trust. How do you live it? Eddie Torres and J.C. Williams grew up on the mean streets of New York. Now they're coming to take them back. New York Undercover hits the streets this fall on Fox. I love watching the old <laughs> promos that did, you know, it just reminds you of that time and how, you know, when television was television, you know. So um, after we get the grand opening and then, you know, the 
you know, the opening titles where we get introduced to the characters and we see a young Malik Yoba. Uh, I want to say Malik was like in cool, the movie Cool Runnings probably before this. I know he portrayed in the movie Ride and then he went on to do uh, Why Did I Get Married? Um, Michael portrayed, uh, who played Eddie, I don't, I don't really know too much of what he's been on. I know he's been on a couple of small movies or he was on Broadway. He was also, if you go back and watch Michael Jackson's video, Beat It, he was one of the dancers in there. So we went to go see on um, what they became. And also uh, Detective, um, no, Lieutenant uh, Cooper, portrayed by uh, Miss Patty. She actually, uh, I knew her already from... She played on My So-Called Life. My So-Called Life was one of my shows back in the day, but it only made it for one season. And she played on there and she went on to go to New York Undercover. And then later we got other characters, but this was the first original season and the introduction of the show. So after we get the opening and we hear that Teddy Pendergrass and that, um, we meet uh, Lieutenant, Vir uh, Lieutenant uh, Virginia Cooper, portrayed by Patty uh, D'Arbanel, of course. And then, you know, like I said, Detective Eddie Torres and Detective Malik Yoba. And after we get the introductions, we meet the so-called victim, her and her mom. They come into the precinct. They're like in a panic going all over the place. And Torres is the only one who calms the situation down because he is the only one in the precinct at the time who spoke Spanish. And we see um, he instantly takes a liking into her and, you know, feels terrible for her situation. So when they bring her to the back, we see the tears coming down and we get her side of the story. Now, if this was your first time watching this episode, you don't know what happened. You just seen her going to the room with all the football players. So the detectives talk to uh to Lou and plead with them um, plead with her for them to take the case and feeling like they can handle it because you know they they on both sides JC he used to play football he was that kid and Taurus feels connected to her because of you know they they both speak Spanish they're both uh Latino and you know he just feels for it he knows that side of town so well, Eddie is Puerto Rican um so we see they go to the salon first and they meet the asshole boss, the owner who owns the salon. He, you can already tell what type of guy he is and her homegirl, Sally, who she was with. Um, she ends up kind of backing up her story and she already has the magical numbers of the football players that she went into the um <clears throat> into the room with which was kind of weird that she had all the numbers wrote down so it already made you a little like damn you just got all the numbers huh okay <laughs> so um we see that uh the uh, the little test came back and semen was present so miss thing did end up having sex in the room or that night but no bruises were found so um like the doctor told them if she did get raped she went down easy so we meet the players and as soon as they mention a girl uh from the party the guy number 17 he already knew something was up he had that look and it was just like damn i done fucked up but he also had that look that kind of made you feel bad for him and he like you know whatever whatever she say say we did we ain't do you know she whatever she say we did she wanted it she engaged in it she asked you know not saying that you know you got to be careful what you say in this time of how the world is with the me too and everything but you could just kind of sense that everything she said wasn't technically true 
and we see early on in this episode that Eddie, he comes from a big family uh, as they're each coming to the precinct to talk to him about their mom. And it's a lot of family issues there. And uh, after they, you know, he deal with his family, they go in there for the questioning. They question football players and we see Eddie, he gets pissed instantly thinking that the boys are lying and he storms out the room. Now, J.C. kind of takes a little different approach. He like, you know, I could have been that young boy. We don't know. It's two sides to every story. You know, he was already bragging about, you know, Franklin, I'm guessing because he probably went to that high school. But, um, yeah, he, he, he looks at it a little different. He just wants to hear both sides. So he goes and um, he more takes a liking into the Franklin quarterback. And he goes on the roof and, you know, kind of try to joke some jokes around with, with Eddie, trying to lift Jace, uh, trying to lift his spirits a little bit. And we see it's becoming with, you know, if he goes talking to him and then Eddie gets pissed and it's, we get that little racial divide really quick, early on. So, you know, this is still in the early 90s. So just like in the promo when uh, Eddie was talking back then growing up, you know, the Puerto Rican kids, they kind of hung with their block, even though New York was intertwined, of course, but, you know, you had your own set and that's where you was from. And, you know, you just had your own crew. You weren't necessarily racist, but that side of the town stayed on that side, that side of the town stayed on that side. So this was, this is still the early nineties, you know, and, um, we see JC had to break it down to Eddie. He like, listen, bro, it's two sides to every story. And the case is not closed yet. So don't just go saying they're guilty. Now, this part in the episode is just so 90s when it showed the character. He's walking around the city. He's like in deep thought. We got the music playing in the background. And we got Eddie who's looking conflicted about the situation as he's walking around. I can play a clip from that part. If you guys don't mind, I just have to get it back pulled up so we can enjoy it together and that makes it more funner let me pull it up yeah this is the part well i'll play a few clips just so we can get in the in the mood of it this is uh her telling her story i got scared i knew i couldn't be is this the same one you were dancing with? He threw me down on the bed. I was telling him to stop. But then he was inside. I was telling him I don't want to get pregnant. But he wouldn't stop. Describe this guy. He was black and his head was shaved off. He was my age. What about the other ones? Two of them were black and the, the other two were white. All the heads were shaved off and they, they were all wearing jerseys. Blue ones with numbers on them. Can you remember any? Just the one. He was number 17. 
Anything else from the jerseys? Yeah. Bulldogs. All right, that was her side of the story. And then here is the big argument. And then I'll go back on and talk about the episode. This is old. Everybody probably seen it, but we're just kind of talking about it. Thank you, Lord. Can I get an amen? The comet hit Jupiter, and we ain't toast, baby. Can I get an amen? Really not in the mood to hear this whole soul philosophy right now. What, you don't want to hear the truth? The truth is, what was I supposed to do? Let you hit on that kid? Yo, he would have deserved it. He deserved it. That's right. How do you know he's not telling the truth? Hopkins is right about the physical evidence. That girl didn't tell us that she's the one that brought those drinks. Even if she did, does that make it right? She said no. That's her story. They all admit she went into the room without being forced. You know what? Next, she's going to say her dress was too short. Does that mean she deserves to get done by one guy while his friend stood watch? Why not? Oh, you think because she's a nice little Puerto Rican girl, she wouldn't do something like that? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe you believe him because he's a Franklin quarterback and he's black. But is that what you're making this? A black Puerto Rican thing? All I'm saying to you, if there's a chance that that kid is telling the truth, we should be investigating. You know what? The case is closed. The DA is going to file. End the story. The DA. The DA don't know what happened in that room. Nobody knows what happened in that room, except for the people who were in there. They all have a different story. The case may be closed, Ed, but it ain't solved. This is the part I was talking about that's so 90s when you just got the characters walking around the city with the music playing in the background and just give you that 90s vibe. So after that part, and they go their separate ways, and we got uh, Eddie walking through the town, looking conflicted, you know, thinking he. Um, we go into J C's personal life, and we see him with his girl Sandy, and they're talking about the case, and um, you know how this could have, you know, he's going on talking about how you know when he looked in that kid's eyes, he seen you know a younger version of him that could have been him, and you know, she tells him like you know, just try to think level-headed. That could have been you, but it wasn't you. And, you know, she tells him that, you know, rape is not something a woman would lie about. Shit. <laughs> Listen, I, I will never be believe all anybody. It's two sides to every story. We got too many brothers who are locked up for false imprisonment. And then we got too many women who were never believed. So I say you always have to look at the facts and see what happened. You never just say, okay, he did that. Okay, she's lying because it's, it's too many people who have got away with it or just been done wrong from the system. So I always say, look at the facts and investigate properly. 
So we see that this story has aged well because we still have things like this happening today. And that's why New York Undercover was definitely ahead of his time. So we kind of got JC. He's uh reflecting as well and eddie ends up calling him leaving him a, me uh, a, a message on his answer machine telling him that they both need to look at this case with their eyes open so you know eddie ends up following his intuition and he follows homegirl around the city and it leads him right to the rival football team and uh I don't know when he was walking around and he was following her. It just made me think, damn, I wish I could have visited this New York back in the nineties. You know, I would have wanted to go to, you know, this type of area just to see it, just to get that experience. Cause this is when New York was just New York. It still is, but I just wish I would have been able to see it for myself in the early nineties. Um, but he um he followed her around and we see you know it, it led him right to her kissing another football player on a rival team so the fellas look at the case more closely and we get a little more backstory um with eddie's family as well as his siblings keep coming and visit him so uh after you know eddie talks to his siblings you know he has issues about his mom being sick and how she put him out at an early age and you know, thought he wasn't going to be nothing and never came to even see him graduate from police academy and how he changed his life around, uh, they go to question uh, the girl's boyfriend. And of course, um, you know, he gives the story that, you know, she's been sticking with. So, you know, in every 90s cop show, we got the hustler on the street just trying to make a make a dime. And, you know, all the time it's the the cops go to, you know, for the information. They're kind of like an informant, but they let them do what they want to do because they get the information for them. So we got him on the street and uh, JC and Eddie go question him. And we see that all this is revolving around the Madison versus Franklin football game. And the hustler, uh, his name is Rick. Uh, he goes in to make a bet and we see, um, Dean was about to take the deal. And with this right here, uh, we see it has aged well, once again, because this is real life for so many, uh, brothers, especially back in the day, this happened all the time. You know, you would get somebody to set set something up and it's looking you know it starts to come out like okay this girl she knew what where she was going she knew how to play the game and it was all about money on the game and you get all the, the football players locked up and they can't play you know madison gonna win the game and it's a lot of money so they go back and talk to her boyfriend again juan and he flipped faster than fast <laughs> and he ended up setting up his own girlfriend for the call so we uh, meet her at the school and we go undercover with the lieutenant at Madison. Uh, and she be, she's being an undercover reporter and we get the real story. It was all a lie. Her little lying ass got arrested as she should. And the next scene we see, uh, you know, after we find out that the salon owner was all behind it, we see um they go back there and we get the classic new york chase where they chase the bad guy running through the tennis looking up out the window jumping over the damn buildings the buildings you know just that new york shit. <laughs> 
And they eventually get his punk ass um, with JC reading him his rights out of breath because they had that long chase. And when they get back to the precinct, Anna attempts to give Eddie another sob apology. And, you know, he like, not this time, not this time. Not not this time. I fell for the boohoo tears at first, but we all seen that, you know, it wrapped up to where the football players didn't do anything. The girl actually went there to set them up for the owner to get the money. So after we solve the case, we go to the wind down at the end of the case and we get Mr. Teddy Pendergrass performing. And I just loved this episode. I thought it was 90s. I thought it was classic. I thought it aged well because sometimes we go back to some of our favorite television shows and we just be like, well, back in the day, this was the shit, but just, you know, we actually liked it this, but this is one show that definitely aged well, especially in the first few seasons and we see that this type of case that they saw still happens too frequently to this day um the fashion to me aged well the reason why i say that is because i just love the 90s era period i love the music i love the um the fashion as well we see a lot of carl Kanai. we see a lot of the um well i never was really into this but we see a lot of the leather vests and no shirt under them i was never really a big fan of that <laughs> but that was popping back in the day but as far as the carl Kanai and the filas and you know the baggy jeans with the sweaters I'm here for it. I think it aged well. I think they still looked it good. When you watch it, you can still enjoy it. And I would say this episode aged very well. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. I hope you guys enjoyed Let's Talking About the 90s. Um, I'm about to play uh, My Sleeper. And then I also want to play um, the trailer for power because our power book universe is about to come back and we are about to start doing recaps of that every weekend and i think it's only right that we end it like the show ended it let's listen to some teddy
Before we wrap up the show, I do want to play the trailer for uh, Power Book 44 Season 2. Here it is. Here's the teaser. and sweet but I, i'm ready for it i'm ready to get back to our power recaps i'm also um ready to enjoy these hazard age well segment episodes as well um i might pull another one from new york undercover i, I know i want to pull one from it's going to be all different genres. It's not only going to be in the crime field. I'm going to pull different shows that I used to enjoy in the 90s where we just do a talk and see, has it aged well? And like I said, with that episode, we just recap. If you guys uh, haven't watched it or just it's been a long time and got to go refresh your memory because that episode was the first one, classic. Uh, you can catch it on Prime or if you have Fire Stick. Uh, it was just episode one. Like I said, the topic, the storyline, it aged very well. And um i also liked on how you know we had two detectives and it was diverse and um we had one who just believed the girl but we also had the other one who said no we're gonna you know listen to his side too and that's what it takes in an investigation like that and crimes like that do happen and then we do have crimes like that that happened where um it was all made up for another agenda so i think it aged well i enjoyed it i love the music in there uh when they had the ll runaway girl playing in there how they had the music playing when eddie was walking around on how they had mr teddy pendergrass um playing in the beginning and at the end with him actually performing and that was another thing that made it so much for the culture is we got to see our some of our favorite artists performing at the bar that they went down they went to after every case so i enjoyed it it has aged well down to the music the fashion and the storyline and the actors did an amazing job for that promo episode so we will do much much more if you guys have any suggestions where you pick some shows from the 90s please email me or you know inbox you guys know you can always get in touch with me uh inbox uh, dm or email either way that's easiest for you and you know you can always hit me up if you have any recap requests uh with that being a television show movie docuseries or even music especially with it being um 50 years of hip-hop this month and uh, if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, can you please hit the follow button? That helps me out more than you know. I know I've been off for a while, especially for the month of July. I was out of town. I've been working with my editor a lot lately, trying to get everything done and just working a lot. So I have been really, really busy, but it's been uh, productive busy, not just laziness. It's been productive and I'm um, merging all of it with the podcast. So 
I'll be on more and more with these hazard age well segments, especially with our power um, coming back as well. So thank you for your support. Please be safe. Please protect your energy and stay away from anybody who is an enemy to your energy. The sky is the limit and know you can be all that you can be, all that you put your mind to, you can do it. You can, you can do it. Just believe in yourself and go after your dreams. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I love you and thank you for your support. It's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.